hello welcome to the scarlet mcdonald podcast i have snuck away so how far i'll get this uninterrupted who knows it could be five minutes it could be the whole time we'll just have to wait and see um i've massively just got up and left <laughs> well not the house I'm, I'm just upstairs but they are used to me being there and I've realized that I can just crack on with stuff and they will entertain themselves for a little bit my mum said to me ages ago she was like you know Scarlett you can clean whilst the kids are there and I'm like you know when you like, have a little bit of a oh my god <laughs> moment I had a bit of a like oh I suppose I could try it. <laughs> I'm one of these people that just wait until they're not there to kind of do anything. And then all of a sudden, my mum says that and I'm like, oh, actually, yeah. Do you know what? When I was a kid, you know, my mum would fling the hoover around and stuff and we would just get on with things. Um, And I think sometimes we could be a little bit too precious, can't we? And so that led me on to then having a training session well that was more lockdown to be fair having a training session and now I kind of like sneak half an hour in my bedroom here and there where <laughs> where I can and hey you know house is still still there the kids are all right um but yeah maybe you're that kind of parent too let me know but I um yeah I've realized they're fine on their own for a little bit. They're at an age now where you don't need to monitor their every mood and they're not like toddlers. Um, but yeah, they will be arguing though. I mean, I've just heard River shout something, so <laughs> they do tend to argue. But do you know what else I've started doing as well? Just like leaving them to try and sort things out for themselves instead of hearing a scream or a shout and then going straight in to kind of see what's cracking off. I just kind of try and let them sort it out now. And to be honest, yeah, I don't, they kind of sort most of the issues out themselves now. Well, oh, that was a big loud shout though. Um, We are two and a half weeks into the school holidays now. So it's got to the point where they are really getting sick of the sight of each other. Do you know what I mean? They've usually got a couple of days where, they do separate things, but this holiday, they've I think they've pretty much been together the whole time. And so now it's getting to the point where, like, yeah, they're not. Oh, so I just heard a bang. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> I've started now. <laughs> um, But, yeah, this, this Christmas holiday has literally been one of my favourites. I've I had a, I've had about I'm back at work tomorrow. So I've had about 12 days off um maybe 11 and it's been really relaxing and chilled I've I've done obviously little bits if you follow me on social media you would have seen some posts and stuff so I've been doing that um but I haven't been doing like any check-ins with my online clients I haven't done any face-to-face -face training or anything like that and it's just been really really enjoyable uh after Christmas I literally had 48 hours I did walk the dog but I just literally lay on the sofa boxing day I didn't walk the dog funny story actually um so I didn't need to walk the dog on boxing day because on Christmas day we were at my mum's house and she has well she has a chihuahua but he's really old now and then she has a Pomeranian cross husky who is like two and a half so as you can imagine he's like full of beans uh jumps and runs about everywhere all the time like she 
walks him for like every day for an hour because he's hard to kind of like burn out. Well, obviously, Ginny, my boxer puppy, and him were running around all day together. And in the end, it got to the point where he was so sick of her that he went and took himself off upstairs and <laughs> so that she would leave him alone. And my mum was like, he has never, in the whole time we have had him, ever done that before. So there we are. She was exhausted. And I felt sorry for him because, you know, when dogs do that thing where they're like playing, but they're actually like play fighting. And she was just literally biting his ear. At one point, she was just hanging onto his ear. And bless him, he was just standing there like not doing anything. I think he thought, will you please take this stupid dog away from me? So all day Boxing Day, she just slept the whole day. It was mental. I felt a bit sorry for her. And so there was no way she could be walked, which was fine by me because I just lay horizontal on the sofa watching films all day. And it was bliss. And then the Wednesday, the next day, I did exactly the same thing. So I just watched that um, Fletcher's Family Farm. Oh, my God. I absolutely loved it. So if uh, if you don't know, it's Andy Sugden from Emmerdale, if you can remember him, from back in the day. And he has got a farm with his wife and four kids. And they've got like um, a documentary out on ITV. And I just sat and watched nearly all eight episodes in one day. <laughs> Oh, it was great um, because my dream would be I don't want a working farm, but one day I will live on like a in a live in a lovely country house um, on a big plot of land with like horses and chickens and a few dogs and stuff. That's my dream. But no, I don't want a working farm because they can't bloody go on holiday and I, I'm not about that life. <laughs> So, yeah, this Christmas break has been lovely and chilled. I, I do have to say I didn't have the girls those two days, by the way. Um, not that it would matter, but just FYI. And uh, the rest of the time, we have just relaxed, like New Year. What did we do New Year? Just made a roast. Bobby had a friend round and me and River just got loads of sweets in bed um, and just chilled. And it was just, we watched Toy Story. I was just, do you know what? I didn't even wake up to any fireworks which is a first, just how bliss is that? Um, so yeah, no no feeling like absolute crap like I did last year. And I have to say, I think I'm going to make that an annual thing because it was so nice starting the new year and not feeling ridiculously hungover and sick. Like last New Year's Day, I was like, I couldn't keep food down till like 4pm. It was horrendous. Um but anyway, I've had time off training. I've not trained in all of that time. So today was the first day I've trained. Um, I have eaten myself silly, literally feel so sick, felt so sick on a new on numerous occasions. And it's been wonderful. But that's the good thing about when you train regularly and you know you haven't got like any excess fat to lose, it's nice because Christmas and holidays, you can really enjoy and yes it's probably not the healthiest thing to do because on an occasion I do have a bit of a binge I'm not going to lie to you 
bit that's how I live my life I'm afraid and that's what I choose to do and it makes me happy um but it doesn't really have a massive detrimental effect on the way I look um yes I'll blow a little bit maybe um my jeans are a little bit tighter but at the end of the day like it doesn't have like a massive effect it, it affects me like I feel sluggish and I feel tired but in in I'm physically there's not really a lot of difference. I don't think anybody else would maybe notice. I probably carry a bit of more fat on my face. My cheeks are like looking very hamster-like, but um, that will soon go down, won't it, in a few days. So I've really, really enjoyed it. Um, but I love, love, love a new year. This year, starting on a Monday, absolutely cracking. It's the best time to get goal setting. It's like your ultimate fresh start, your ultimate Monday. Um, and I love the concept of dry jam. So if drinking and alcohol is a big part of your life, even if you just have a couple each night of the week or whatever, knocking that out will 100% help you in any progression you would like to make fitness wise or body fat wise it will definitely help you for so many reasons I've got like a blog post and I've got posts on Instagram about how much it affects you if you wanted to if you're interested in that kind of thing um and you need a bit of extra motivation as well but yeah i love the concept of dry jan just because sorry to anybody who has a birthday in january but it's a really good chance to like like feel better and give yourself a kickstart and nothing's going on in january is there like everyone's skin no one's going out so it's a brilliant thing to get on board with I personally think. Um, so if that is, you know, something that you would like to give up, then I would definitely recommend getting involved in dry jan, even if you just um cut it out in the week. Like I've had a friend who says she's gonna she's not gonna drink at home anymore. And I think that's a really good idea. Um, because it's just not necessary, is it? I feel like it's a downward spiral as well. Like it's a habit that you really don't need um at home in the week. Like we don't need to get on board with that. Um, so the worst thing I think people do in a new year is change absolutely everything about their fitness and their nutrition. And I am not anymore a fan of New Year's resolutions. I feel like they're a little bit dead because it's quite low vibe, I think, to give things up. Obviously, if you smoke, um, drink or like and you want to give those things up obviously that's not what I mean but like you know to be like right from the 1st of Jan till the 31st of December I'm gonna you know be on in a calorie deficit and I'm gonna give up chocolate and I'm gonna give up sugar and I'm not gonna drink any fucking dairy and dairy milk or whatever I feel like it's just setting yourself up for failure it's low vibe and it's really fucking hard to do. And it's then when you say you can't have something, that's all you bloody think about. Um, so I'm more about goal setting. New year, set yourself a goal. Um, whether that's dropping a dress size or squatting a certain amount, um, going to the gym three times a week, that those kind of goals. Um, and I think whatever then the outcome happens from those goals, 
you're fucking winning, yeah? Because those physical things that you've got in your head will automatically come when you focus on the other goals. I was watching a YouTube video the other day and she said the same thing. So like, if you have like a financial goal with your business, instead of focusing on that money, focus on the things, other things that you can do. So let's look at how you would make that extra money, yeah? You would say post on social media to to attain more clients so focus on those goals and that and then the money will automatically come so you can do the same and I highly recommend doing the same with your fitness so if it is physical things that you would like so you might not want to drop any dress sizes you you might want to build muscle you might want to look more toned in inverted commas so to do that you will need to eat more food. You will need to attend the gym three, four times a week. So those goals, so you could maybe say, right, in January, I'm going to up my calories by 250 cows every day and see how I feel. Or I'm going to go to the gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday and Saturday every single week for January. Like focusing your your goal away from the physical will really help you because you just concentrate on that. You don't think about anything else chances are when you get to the end of the month or you know end of two three months you will 100% see the benefits from that as well as feel the benefits from that um so yeah make uh I would 100% make a 2024 goal and put the whole year aside for that goal obviously you've got other shit going on but what I mean is let's think about you achieving that goal December 31st you know what I mean don't be thinking in a month's time, oh my God, I'm nowhere near it. So I'm just going to quit because I think that's where people fall down. Um, maybe your goal is so big, uh, so overwhelming that you don't even start or you make a start and, and it just feels so out of reach that you just quit because it's going to take so long. And I can totally resonate with that. Like I am massively, I'm like that with my house and the cleaning and stuff. Like if there's too much to do, like, at the minute, I want to decorate, but there's that many rooms I want to bloody decorate. I'm not doing any decorating. <laughs> I'm not picked up a paintbrush. I've got the paint. I don't want to do it because there's too much I want to do and I can't focus on that. I need to focus on room by room. Um, so if your goal is like too big, you need to break that down. Um, so think of smaller things that you can achieve. Um, maybe it's like, if you struggle, you know, with a certain walk or like a run or something, maybe you need to gradually work towards that. It's like, so if, you know, you have to climb three, four flights of stairs to get to work and you can't do that because you're too out of breath, maybe that's your target. Do you know what I mean? Something really small that's achievable. Um, and when you when you do that, it makes it so much more realistic, which then you are more likely to do. And then you are more likely to do a little bit more. So if you, you know, if you say for the first two weeks of January, I'm going to do two workouts a week. If you've gone from doing no workouts to two workouts a week, that's a really good amount. It's not over the top. It's achievable. And chances are you will do those two workouts and you'll think, actually, that was pretty good. Uh, either next week I'll do an, a third or maybe I'll just go for an extra walk today um, and so that's how it works like it's great to have massive goals but if you don't break them down like I just feel like you're never going to get there 
Um, so that's definitely something I recommend. Have a bigger goal, but have like small goals that you can tick off along the way. And just mentally, it just makes you feel so much better. Um, plus, not only that, you become well-practiced. So, you know, if you want to get to the elusive 10,000 steps a day, obviously my tip would be to break that down. So I would, first of all, for the first week, see how many steps you actually do easily or like with your everyday routine see what steps you actually do if you are nowhere near the elusive 10,000 I would set yourself some a goal of like six or seven something in in the middle and then you want to keep going for it do you know what I mean every single day keep trying to hit that 7,000 and then when you are just concentrating on that one habit that you're going to get better you are well practiced, it becomes easier, it becomes effortless. You don't have to constantly think about these things. Like, you know, six weeks down the line, you're off going for that walk without even giving it much thought. And the same goes for the gym. Like, it might feel ridiculously hard right now, but when you've been doing it a few weeks, I think they say they reckon around 66 days or something to really, really like cement a habit in place so it feels hard to you now but it's not always hard do you know what I mean like obviously we'll have our moments especially being women and our our menstrual cycles and stuff um or like if you are going through the menopause and you will obviously have your struggles as well but at the end of the day like nine times out of ten you'll just put your gym kit on you trainers and you'll go and do it once it's become that habit um so this bit is tough not saying it isn't but you can get through it um and that's just something to bear in mind that will make you go like it won't always feel this goddamn hard um so that's the fitness side of things and i want to touch on food because obviously with if you don't address your food you're not going to make any progress i'll say that again if you don't address your food you will not make any progress so in inverted commas look at where you are going wrong um and make changes in those areas so please 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 don't look at your whole diet morning noon and night and think you have to change absolutely everything you don't like nutrition plans do my head in because they don't teach you why you're eating those foods they don't teach you how many calories in the day you're having they don't teach you anything about protein fats and carb breakdown they don't teach you fuck all um and so that's why I don't give them out. I will give you meal ideas, but you have to do the work in the respect that you need to fit those around your nutrition goals, which I which I give my clients. And um, but the thing is, what I love to hear from my clients is I didn't track today because I know what I'm doing now. Like I will give them a calorie goal and macro breakdowns. And they get to the point where they look at a chicken breast and they know how much protein that chicken breast is. Do you know what I mean? Or they will look at their day and be like, right, I know now that if I go and eat X, Y, Z, I've I've done, I've cracked it. Yeah. And so that's the goal. Um, it's not following a plan that someone's given you. Any old twat can do that for you. Um, so look at where you're going wrong in a, for example, if you love having a little nighttime snack around eight o'clock, it's been a while since you've had dinner. It's, it's a long time till morning. You want a little summit to keep you going, right? What I say is don't take that out 
what I would say is just change what it is you're eating. So you might have a chocolate bar, for example, because it's just eat or a few biscuits. I would just, I would keep a few calories back for that snack. So I'd probably keep around 200 free for you to have something within that time frame. Because for one, <clears throat> mentally, it's good for you to, to feel satiated when you go to bed. Um, who wants to go to sleep? fucking hungry no one because it you're miserable and that is not the goal so I would recommend I mean I've put a really good YouTube video out yesterday that you probably want to go take a look at if you're quick you'll get it on my Instagram story the link um but basically it's my food haul my food shop and when I'm on a diet and all the foods that I buy and there's a few snacks in there that I like to eat late at night but my favorite is 0% fat like natural yogurt or Greek yogurt it's got quite good uh, protein content in it I always mix that with uh, a protein a scoop of protein and I will either put frozen berries on there or like and maybe like a drizzle of peanut butter but obviously you don't have to put the peanut butter on because I know a lot of people don't like it so yeah that's a really good bedtime snack and if um you are going through the menopause it's <clears throat> it's really good for you to have a, a protein source before you go to bed so that might be something you want to look at so with food don't just tip your whole diet upside down on its head and start eating next to nothing because you won't be able to stick to that so I am not a massive fan of cooking if you know me well you will know this but I do love getting a new recipe so if this is you and you hate cooking like me or you just don't know what to bloody cook get yourself some new recipes. If you would like my, um, I've got 30 muscle recipes, I think I call them, <laughs> then hit me up on Instagram at Scarlett McDonald Fitness and I'll send that over to you. Um, yeah. And it's, and it's really good by the way, like there's loads of nice recipes on there. And to be honest, like my kids, mostly Bobby, not River, will enjoy those foods with me as well, but they are adaptable for the family. So, um, you can always get the family involved as well, getting the cooking done. I hate cooking with my kids, not going to lie to you, but hey, some people like it. Um, And a lot of women I talk to don't actually eat enough and this will cause them then to binge later. Or if you are a woman who is particularly slight, maybe your goal is to put on some weight, then you will have to eat more. Okay, you do need to eat more because that's where you're going wrong. So you will need to train, you will lift, need to lift weights, you will need to progressive overload with those weights, and you will need to eat some fucking food. Three meals a day minimum with protein in every meal and snacks either side. Shake when you've finished the gym too. Um, so yeah, I've I've met a lot of a lot of women now in my three years of doing this. And honestly, when a when a woman is on a diet with no help. I know what she fucking does, right? The first thing she does, she eats a shit breakfast or no breakfast at all. And a shit breakfast would be just a banana or um, uh, some cereal or a piece of toast. That's Or no breakfast at all. That's what they do. And then they either skip lunch or they have a lettuce leaf and a bit of tuna. And then it comes to dinner time and they will have a dinner. And then it comes to eight o'clock and they will like be either go to bed miserable because they're starving or they will binge eat 
Or they'll get to the weekend because they've done that all week. They get to the weekend and they binge because they cannot take it any longer. And quite rightly so, you're not eating enough. So, (laughs) uh, yeah. And if that's you and you need some assistance, please come give me a message because I can help you. Um, Just whatever you decide. I mean, we're still in the early days of January. And so a lot of people don't even begin thinking about this this kind of thing until now or maybe even not until next week if that is you um it really doesn't matter does it when you get started as long as you get started like please know that you are not supposed to be miserable you don't need to drink any kind of meal replacement shake you can eat food um and you can enjoy food you don't you don't need to be miserable you don't need to beat yourself up in the gym neither um so please come and give me a message if you would if any of this resonates with you if you would like some further assistance with your fitness goals um i would love 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 to help you um i've helped so many people now see that it isn't about less is more it's not it is, isn't about that and it never was about that we were just guided wrong if you grew up like in the 90s and noughties, you will have this fear of food and eating more food. And you really, really, really can get over that. And I will help you do that. Um, so, yeah, get over onto my Instagram, Scarlett McDonald Fitness, and let's chat. And I I will wrap this up here because I feel like I'm doing way too good. Um, I, I just heard laughter, would you believe? So... <laughs> I'm going to quit while I'm ahead. Um, So, yeah, thank you for listening. And please give this a share on your stories. So, yeah, thank you very much. And until next time, bye-bye.